Welcome to the Anonymous Andrew Podcast. Life and the choices we make. The choices other people make. Why we choose to ignore the red flags. Red flags like gaslighting, cheating, addiction, mental illness, and much more. What role do they play in relationships? Follow me each week as we discuss these topics with anonymous guests and experts to hopefully become better humans, resulting in better choices. Like I say, been there, still doing that. Now on to the show. Okay, welcome everybody. We are now in episode six and part two of uh, my interview with my son. The apple does not fall far from the tree. So everybody, um, Sean is with us again. Say hello, Sean. Hello, everybody. Okay, so where we left off um, in the last, uh, in episode four was, um, Sean was talking about, uh, okay, so this is girl number two. Okay. Yeah. And uh, he had, gone back to her or they got back together sean so tell us take us through 2022 because that's um girl number three is now gone married and you were focusing on girl number two and i think the year 2022 was rough especially yeah. towards the end. i mean they were all rough but 2022 is where things got really heavy and hectic so um, right, take us through that. So, well, for the last three years, I've been living in this apartment on my own. Um, and throughout those years, there's always been talk of her moving in. You know, as we mentioned in the last episode, like not meeting the kid and all that. So there was talk of like, you know, is it too soon? When should I meet the, the daughter? And um, will the baby daddy let her move in? And then, you know, custody, especially from across the states and all that. Um, there was many promises of, uh, oh, I can move in on this date, which then got pushed back a couple months. And then another excuse would come up right as that move-in date was coming up. Oh, I can't because uh, my job, or uh, I don't want to pull her out of school, or uh, he won't sign a custody agreement. There so, was some so, domestic stuff up so there as well. Let me explain to the audience. So you live in the South, very deep South, and she lives in the very deep North. She yeah. was willing to leave her child behind or was she going to um, that was child? one of the options um so one of the options was to have her come move in for a couple months so she can get settled in focus on a job and then have her daughter come move down okay and we were gonna work on a custody agreement where we have the daughter during the school years and she would go back up for uh the summers with her dad um but you know looking back at it it was all fantasy and wordplay just to keep me on the hook and by the way the dad passed away correct that was when i still lived up there but yeah. yeah okay so she was, was willing nice. to move from up north down to where you are which is yeah okay all right go ahead i just wanted them to know that yeah, so the end of uh, 2021 is when things really started getting um, more serious and the conversations and the talks of it were um, 
highlighted and she actually bought a train ticket and I was like, oh, maybe she's serious about this. Um, so, you know, that's the first time I actually saw actions, put, like her words put into actions. Um, but then um, I don't remember what excuse I got at that time, October of 21. Um, so, uh, sorry, I'm drawing a blank here. Right, so um, she, she missed the, more she missed an emotional thing. So, yeah, so I, I don't know. I think I was, I came home to visit you guys for the holiday or something. And then she came to visit that state. So, um, while we were hanging out, I think we went into uh, the city and I found out that she was sleeping with uh, her child's father again and lying to me about it. So then, you know, she, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll never hurt you again, blah, blah, blah. All of that and stupid me was like, well, at first I was like, no, done with this. I don't want to do this. Um, so I ended it with her, uh, which then prompted her to run back to him even more. Uh, a couple months passed. Now we're probably in like January of 22. Um, stupid me again. I reached out. I said, you know what? We could probably make this work. If you're serious about moving in, I'll give you another chance. Uh, I guess in my mind, it was if you move down here, you won't have the option of running back to him. Um, and I live in a one bedroom. So the option of her daughter wasn't really there. Uh, my lease is in August. So the plan was to have her come January or February until at least August, then we'll move to a 2-2. And then um, while she was trying to figure out custody agreements with the baby daddy, uh, they got into a physical altercation, um, which cops were called and he was removed from the house. There was a no contact order, which prompted another postponing of the move. Um, and then I was just like, you know, this is like the fifth time you were supposed to move in. And it's just always another excuse on why you can't come. And um, I don't know. So I was just tired of it. And I said, you know what? When you're serious, you let me know. And I think that puts us towards April, where we, we kind of stayed in contact. Um, but I wasn't really focused on the relationship aspect of it, but, you know, we're still throwing the I love you's around and the miss you's and all that stuff. And um, I'd be on FaceTime with her whenever we could, especially now that he wasn't in the house. Uh, they lived together. They were co-parenting. Um, but now that he wasn't in the house, I could be on FaceTime with her more, which then prompted me to be on FaceTime with her daughter more, which helped create a bond between me and her daughter. Uh, we'd play games over the phone together. We'd read books together. Um, only to find out that they still were meeting up in secret and uh, still hooking up. So, you know, that threw me into a frenzy. Um, I ended up contacting him and talking to him about everything. And uh, that conversation actually, to both him and my surprise, went surprisingly well because we always had a I don't want to say hatred, but a disliking towards each other for all of it, which 
you know, since talking to him, it was all, you know, she would tell me, oh, he doesn't like you. And he, she would tell him, he does, uh, Sean doesn't like you and blah, blah, blah. So um, she created tension between us and we never even got to speak. So um, as him and I talked, we realized like we we're both being played in the situation. And, um, once she found that out, that's when she started hooking up with one of her coworkers because she would go and vent to him, I guess, and be like, you know, I just live in this awful situation. I live with my ex, so my other ex is 1,200 miles away. And he saw this opportunity of this damsel in distress and swooped in and she saw, oh my God, somebody's paying attention to me and giving me the attention I want. Um, so then me and the child's father teamed up kind of against her to find out all of the lies and sneaking around she was doing with this coworker. I don't even know a month we're at now. June, maybe. Um, which, you know, all throughout this was, oh, I'll, I'll move in February, I'll move in April, I'll move in May, I'll, I'll move in August, I'll move in October, you know, all throughout 2022. Um, just more promises of everything. And at one point, she asked if we can share locations on her phone because she didn't trust me for whatever reason. No. Um, well, not whatever reason. The reason was because she was being unfaithful. Um, and she was trying to regain my trust back. And she said, I'll give you my locations. And I, dumb me, was fighting so hard to make this relationship work. Um, you know, I made a whole living space for her daughter. I bought her uh, an engagement ring. I bought her daughter a bed. Um, I bought her, her daughter one of those standing closets. I ended up returning all of it, but, um, you know, I was like, I don't know what more I can do. I was looking at the school systems. I was looking at nannies for when we were both at work. Um, I started talking to my job about potentially switching my schedule up so I could accommodate picking up her daughter or dropping her off at school. And, um, and me and the father, like, he was like, I know you would treat my daughter well. I'm not worried about that. Um, and he would sometimes say things like, you know, he's so depressed and miserable in that situation that he just wants to pack up and move to South America and never talk to anybody again. So, you know, I would say to him like, well, if that's what you want to do, then why won't you allow her to, to move with her daughter? And then he would get all defensive and be like, no, you're not taking my daughter. I'm not trying to replace you. We both want you in her life, but like, you know, don't say you're going to pack up and move and then when the opportunity arises, you're like, I'm not going anywhere. Um, but long story short, girl number two was taking uh, more effort into manipulating these location settings. So we had locations, uh, shared locations with Google Maps. We had shared locations with Life360 and with Snapchat. And um, she would get like, she would quote unquote, start a fight with me or get mad at me just and then take remove the locations from those apps and be like, you know, this is your punishment. You know, oh. if you want to, wow. you know, you want to be mad at me or fight with me, then I'm not going to share my locations with you only to find out later that every time she was doing that is when she was sneaking off to this coworker's house. Um, finally, in, I guess, right before Christmas, December 22, uh, she came down to visit. And when she was down here, um, she was like, yeah, you can go through my phone, not knowing that 
I knew that Apple has this little section in your text messages that when you delete messages, it just stores in a little trash folder for a little while yeah. before they permanently delete. So we were laying in my bed and I was scrolling through her phone and she was like, yeah, I have nothing to hide. You can go through it. And I was like, okay. And then I found the trash folder and she's like, wait, what is that? And I was like, yeah. calm down. We're just going to go through this together quietly. We're not going to fight about it. Whatever I read, we'll talk about. We'll figure it out together. I found out she was telling the coworker that um, that they like she was saying I love you to him. He was saying I love you back. He was calling her his girlfriend. Um, you know, I went to see her in uh, October, just before Halloween. Um, and the day I left, she was texting him saying how much she missed him and when can we hang out I was like I was just there and the whole point of me going up there was to meet her daughter in person and you know she would beg me for years like when are you gonna meet my daughter when are you gonna meet my daughter like this isn't a real relationship unless you meet my daughter I'm like I mean she knows who I am we're on FaceTime all the time like we talk daily every morning when she's dropping her off for school I'm on the phone with her telling her like I hope you have a good day at school I'll talk to you when you get picked up um her daughter even started saying I love you that pissed her father off, but um, whatever. Because she would come back from school and go, oh, hi, dad. And he'd be like, how was your day? She's like, oh, I talked to Sean today or this, that, and the third. And, you know, he would get upset. So then he got mad at me again. So him and I fell out. Um, and then he stopped helping me with the coworker situation. Eventually, um, I reached out to the coworker and he was like, dude, this whole situation is really toxic. Um, and the weird thing is, you know, the father of the child and the coworker would both tell me the same thing. Like, you're the one she really wants. And the only way to really make this work is if you move up here. And I was like, why would you both tell me that? Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, that's weird. Like, she really loves you, man. But like, you know, you're not here. And so she's just a broken girl and, you know, whatever. And it really messed with my head a lot to the point where I even considered moving up there for a little bit, which is I'm so glad I didn't. Um, but like, you know, I would talk myself out of it before I got to the point of seriously considering it. Because um, why would I move up there to somebody who's cheating on me, lying on me, gaslighting me, manipulating me, um, having me stuck in this love triangle or love square, whatever you want to call it. No triangle. Well, there's three guys in her, so it's four Yeah, people, okay, but, yeah. But um, I don't know. Just I'm just getting upset talking about this, but okay so i don't know yeah it's just she came put down up for way too long oh yeah so when she came down here i also found out that she bought this co-worker a christmas present and she needed to exchange it with him right before coming to see me so you know she bought him something he bought her something and right before she came to visit she started a fight with me um just so she could turn the locations off so she can exchange the gifts there was another time where I knew she was working with him and she was like, Oh, I have to go to the supermarket. And she always pulls this thing where she says she has no service in the supermarket. And I know she does because I've talked to her many times at the supermarket. Yeah. Um, and then she's like, Oh, I don't have service. And you know, she would hang up or take another call. And I, I see the call waiting when I call it pops up on my phone that someone else is on the other line. Um, but this time she just completely turned her phone off, turned the locations off. The weather was really bad, and I knew she was working with this coworker. Her coworker, by the way, uh, doesn't have a license, doesn't have a car, rides like an e-bike, 
and all that. Um, and he's much older than her. Um, so I even said to her, I was like, did you just drive him home from work? Like, I understand the weather's bad. And if you did, like, I would understand it's like the right thing to do, even though I don't like him or the situation that you're in with him. But, you know, if the weather's that bad and he has no way to get home, like, I, I get it. And she wouldn't admit it, which, you know, when I read through the text messages, I found out exactly what happened. Um, but like every time I had this gut feeling, I was right. And I ignored it every time. And I would listen to her. No, I'm sorry. I would never hurt you. I would never hurt you again. Like you're just constantly hurting. And I would say to her, like, if you're serious, you have to text him and end things with him. I'll, I'll tell him in person when I get to work. I'm like, you're not going to do that. I talked to him and I ended things with him. I'm like, okay. Just to find out, you know, those are all lies too, which I knew going into it. And she would call me during work and I would leave my my office and I would go outside and I'd talk to her and we'd be fighting in the parking lot for 20 minutes. And I'd be like, I gotta get back to work. I don't have time for this. Now I get home and we'd be fighting on the phone. Just a whole year of constant fighting and stress to the point where I started going on medication because I was dealing with so much anxiety that I couldn't function. Uh, people at work were asking me every day, like, are you okay? Like, you don't look good. And I'm like, no, I'm not. But thanks for asking. Um, it just got bad. Um, and then when she was down here, we went, like I said, we were going through the phone and she got so upset with me that she started hitting me and attacking me. Um, and I have it all on video and recording uh, to the point where I, I went to the police station after she left to go press charges. But um, due to the holidays and New Year's and all that, according to the police, everything was taking so long. After four weeks of having the paperwork still not filed, I just gave up on pursuing that. Um, and then we didn't talk for a few months. My birthday's in February. She messaged me in February. So we talked for a little bit only to find out that she went back to the child's father and they were sleeping together again. And then I said, you know what? I don't want, I don't want to be involved in this anymore. I'm just going to throw myself. I don't want to repeat 2022 and 2023. So I'm done. But, you, but you weren't really done because or, or are you? Because you did. Oh, I'm I'm done. I don't I don't want to deal with that. I have too much at stake now. Like okay. not even just financially, but like mental health wise, and um, I don't know. Like, I live in one of the greatest states in the world. I have, and one of the most beautiful places of that state. That's what I'm saying. So, like, yeah. yeah, I live in paradise. So, why would why would I give all that up for somebody who? One lives twelve hundred miles away. Two is a manipulator, a liar, and a narcissist. And like, you know, I guess the way I looked at it is the way I grew up having four parents. Since I was so normalized for me, I was like, well, you know, being a stepdad isn't a bad thing. I grew up with step parents, so it wasn't an issue. And you know, no offense to anybody that's in that situation, but. I don't want to do that anymore. I'm I'm getting too old to put up with games and nonsense and all that stuff. And I'm just gonna focus on myself and ride the right. single life. So you told me before we started recording, you told me that you did have a brief interaction last week, texting, I think, or something, and then you blocked her. Yeah, she's blocked. There's no contact anymore. Um 
but since my birthday, yeah, we talked for a couple of weeks and then just, you know, more lying and manipulating and I see right through it at this point. So, so why I even entertained it, I don't know. All right. So you're at a point in your life where you're um in the same career but in in a different um you, you move to a different company Correct. um and you're studying for a certification in your field um yes. so you have some things that you um oh i'm advancing my life yeah, yeah. Uh, she was she never did anything with her life she always talked i want to go back to school i want to do this i want to do that but never did anything with it so I guess that's the one positive of all of this. Like I never really put my life on holds other than the family aspect of it, you know, cause we would always talk about getting married and having kids and that's what kept me going. Cause I've always wanted that. Um, at this point, I don't want that at all. Um, but that's what kind of kept me on the hook is like, here's a girl that wants all the same things I do. And I don't even know if she did, I, you know, it's probably all lies, but I was just saying it to keep me around, just saying whatever I want to hear. Um, but yeah, no, I never stopped studying. I never stopped growing my education. Um, other than girl number one, you know, when I dropped out of grad school, but that was a big eye opener for me to not do that again for any other girl. So I, I made sure that didn't interfere with that. So yeah, like you said, I'm, I'm at a new career, uh, a, a new um, location, expanding my career, um, working on more certifications to go even further. And uh, that's kind of just where I'm focusing all my energy right now all right good so <clears throat> not just for the audience but for um i guess <laughs> this some fatherly advice um i've had no contact with my last one since um mid-october of last year and um when i say no contact i mean no texting no phone calls um and no social media, although I, I do believe I'm being stalked on social media, but that's another subject, but literally no, no contact. It does get easier the more time between conversations. So if you can resist unblocking her or, and listen, blocking a phone number does not mean somebody can't get a hold of you. There's always- Oh, she, oh I didn't even tell you the worst part. Yeah, she. I would block her or ignore her calls and then she would make a new phone number or buy a yep. new phone number. Yep. But my phone, there was one day she called me 382 times. Yeah. Um, you but to your point, that no contact uh, from December till the end of February, when we didn't talk for those two months, um, it was getting easier. It was great. I had no problem. Um, and I was on vacation at my friend's house in North Carolina, uh, for my birthday. So when she contacted me, I was, you know, on vacation and I said, yeah, I'll just, you know, let me finish up my vacation. I'll talk to you when I get home. But when my friend dropped me off at the airport, her and I were back on the phone immediately. And I talked to her and then oh, when I land, I'll talk, I'll call you again. And then, yeah, we talked, like I said, for a couple of weeks after that. And then, um, I just felt like I was being played again and it was all the same, I just saw 2022 repeating itself if I didn't get out. So I had to block her again. And she will continue this if you open up those channels of communication. She will absolutely. So yep. if you see a new number come up. Um, I don't answer anything. anymore. I, I know there are tons of apps out there that allow you to change your phone number and, and get around blocking. You've just got to be vigilant and um, 
yeah, watch. Just don't take that call. You got to be strong when that when you suspect it um, or get a text message. Um, block it and and just remember how that felt January and February or when, whatever those two months that you didn't talk. Um, there, there's a a podcaster I listen to and I, I forget her name off the top of my head, but she's got this uh, whole series of no contact. And it's a challenge for 30 days. And uh, it's almost like smoking or quitting something that you're addicted to. It's a challenge. And if you can, it's a one day, almost 12 steppers, 12 step, like one day at a time. You're not going to talk to her for the rest of your life. You're just not going to talk to her today, you know, and then tomorrow is another day. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do find myself thinking about it, but the second she crosses my mind, I just get angry. And that's going to well, happen. Yeah. So just, you got you got to find an outlet. Listen, this is why I started this podcast because I was going. Well, my new stir job crazy. is my outlet. Yeah, good. I was going stir crazy because I was coming home every night, and um, because I read tarot cards, and that's what I was taught by my ex girlfriend. I was in the tarot cards, and that would just mess my head up even even further. And um, so, yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> okay. So let's wrap this up. Um, Sean, thank you so much. Um, I know how difficult it is to rehash this and bring it up again, but I, I hope it, and if you listen back to this and, and you hear the horror, because I've listened back to my episodes about what I talk about, like in episode two, I, I was like, what was I thinking? And, and hopefully it, it will hit you that this is just not going to work. It's not never going to work. Um, it has. I, I do know that. Okay. Um, you you are. A I very... also know that I'm not going to get closure. I'm not going to get any no. sense of <clears throat> that. It all not... has to come from me. Closure is overrated because I want a closure too, <clears throat> and yeah. um, it serves no purpose. If anything, closure is just another way of re reuniting. It's just another way to open up communications, and maybe we can try it again. So. Um, so, folks, as you can see, there was a lot of red flags in there from the beginning all the way down to the end. And, um, and, and of course, the episode is called The Apple Doesn't Fall Far From the Tree. And Sean did uh, almost identical things to I did. I, I took this woman back so many times, um, even though I knew she was talking to somebody else. And, and I'm not going to rehash the whole thing. You know the story. All right, Sean, again, thank you. I know this was hard. Um, I love you, and I and I want I you it. to know that I'm here for you, and um, uh, just hang in there, uh, study for that test. Um, I know you're going to do well on that test. Sean's been I'm studying for his certification, but he's been in the field for om almost ten years, so it's just like he hasn't been certified. So the test is going to be a breeze. Yeah. All the quizzes up to the test, so it's ninety yeah. and hundred. I'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> so, all, all right. I love you too. Thanks for having all me. Right. You're welcome. And uh, all right, folks, have a have a good one. Until next time, anonymous Andrew saying, if it feels good, do it. But please choose wisely. Please. Ciao.